crackheads, how are you? I'm Ben Gilman, and welcome back to Scry Syndrome TV podcast, your local hit up of TV <laughs> discussion. I'm joined by crackhead number one. It's the Scotsman with, who doesn't wear any pants under his kilt. It's Tom Hill. Those are lazy stereotypes and undeniable. <laughs> Thank you. And number two, it's a charm fan. Crackhead number two, it's Troy Salmon. Oh my gosh, the disrespect. In fairness, I think Charmed would be more fun if you were on crack, actually. <laughs> Crackovision version. <laughs> yeah. How are you guys doing? Hannibal. Um, I feel good, man. After this, I'm going to go out and do some shopping. Loving it. Loving life today. Lovely. I can't go out because my stomach is all up the back. Uh, yeah, no, trust me, a lot of people's yeah. stomachs are going bad this week. Yeah, man. <laughs> Um, Tom is now a former work colleague. I'm, of I'm now officially unemployed. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> we should make the recordings more fun because now Tom doesn't have to work with me so much. So this should be more free. <laughs> I should, I should, before anybody worries, I should point out that I will be employed again in about a week and a half time. I'm taking a week off between starting leaving moving to a new company. <laughs> so you're now joined Troy in the former work colleague section of my life. Yes. <laughs> oh no. Lovely job, Liz. Actually, no, but maybe although, although, although if you're interested, when you go back into the offices, Ben, I have found someone who is as big a nerd as you and me in in our mo in our newest colleague in shared lives, a guy called Adam, who is a proper nerd. We were talking about TV and stuff a lot does yesterday. He, does he listen to the podcast? He doesn't know the podcast exists, and I forgot to tell him when we were talking God, yesterday. Damn it, Tom, you had one job. <laughs> you had one job. God damn it, man. No, I'm joking. No, so we will kidnap Adam. Yeah, so I, he doesn't watch a huge amount of TV, but he's a proper nerd for like computer games and stuff like that. So I think you and him would get on quite well. That would be good to have him as a backup idea for future mm. guest spots. So, so I know Adam's not listening to this because someone yes. forgot to tell him about the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> nice one. Yeah. How, so how is um, how has your week been? Mine, you surely it's been better than me. Mine. Mine's just been busy because obviously I've been signing off and cleaning out on everything that I've been doing at work. So Tom Hill has yeah. left the building. Yeah, Tom Hill has left the building, yeah. Wow. <laughs> and that lawnmower has been a bit of a prick in the background there, Tom. Yes, I know. Yeah, what a yeah. prick. Fuck your neighbour. Tom's neighbour goes on the shit list this week. <laughs> Okay. I, I do apologise, but there's nothing I can do to stop him. So You could beat him with a, a pole or something and just leave him to die. Beat him with a pole? <laughs> if he's a brave art, The opinions of Ben Gilman are not the opinions. Not necessarily the opinions of him. I can't believe I'm popping for that, that one. That, disclaimer, you know, disclaimer. You know, Tom came up with that originally, so there. Yeah, <laughs> the Tomville catchphrase. Yes. <laughs> oh, dear. So, Tom, would you like to go first for once? Uh, yeah, why not? Why not? Let's have some And what I, what I shall do is, due to the... Due to the lawnmower man next door, when I'm not when I'm, when I'm not doing my pick, I will put myself on mute unless I have something to say. Just is so it, is it Kevin Bacon? Is it Kevin Bacon, the lawnmower man? <laughs> I wish it was, but no. <laughs> Kevin I Bacon wasn't in the lawnmower man. He wasn't even in it. <laughs> no, I know Kevin Bacon's in a lot, but he wasn't in the lawnmower man. He was in Hollow Man. You might be in the Hollow Man. Yeah, absolutely the wrong one. Well done, Ben. Good stuff. 
No, we got you. We, we, we know what you meant. We know what you meant, but we know what you meant. We got it. We got, we understand. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so. <laughs> All right. So, okay. Um, I don't know whether my my pick this week is a little bit predictable, but I didn't intend to watch this. It was something that was on live this week. Oh. I wasn't intending to watch it, and then. I just happened to be channel hopping as it started and I ended up watching the whole damn thing. Um, and it's based on something that we've done a special on. But this Thursday in America, it was on the UK, it was on Thursday, was the Friends reunion. Did either oh, of you okay. actually see it? The Friends reunion that I still haven't seen it yet. See, I, I didn't plan to watch it. And then I ended up just getting caught. So, <laughs> Matthew Perry's still look like an alcoholic, is what I want to know. Because Matthew Perry's looking pretty good. He looks great, but he's looking good. Pretty... I mean, the weird thing is, the only one who looks overweight is Matt LeBlanc. And it's uh, like, what not... the hell is going on here? He does look big. He does look big. He's on episode money. That's why you can get fat. Yeah. But in comparison to all the others, he looks huge. And I know he's not that big. I mean, I could, I could hardly talk. I'm probably way double what Matt LeBlanc does. <clears> but. <laughs> It just looks really odd because all the others just look like slightly older versions of the characters at the time they left the show. Yeah, Matt LeBlanc looks like a man who's eaten the original Matt LeBlanc. (laughs) And I don't mean that in a nasty way because he's probably not, he's not actually fat or anything. He's just comparative to how he looks. than everyone else. Everyone else stays quite slim. It's just comparing age puts weight on. So comparatively... He's just aged differently. <laughs> it's it just looked yeah. really weird seeing him standing next to um, Matthew Perry and it's like and, and um, David Schwimmer and they look pretty much identical size wise to how they did fifteen years ago when Friends ended. Mm. And it's like it's just really odd, but yeah, it's absolutely brilliant. I mean, they they the sets were kind of remade for them. And stuff. Um, it's hosted by James Corden, but please don't hold that against the show. I actually don't dislike James Corden, but I understand why a lot of people do. <laughs> I kind of hate some of his characters because, like, I, I love Gavin and Stacey, but it's the one time I would like to punch James Corden's character. Not James Corden, just yeah. his character is Smithy's a pen in the ass. That's it's, a bril- it's a brilliant piece of writing, though. No, him, him and um, good actor. I'll give him that. Him and Ruth are fantastic as a partnership of, as writers. Gavin yeah. Stacey is a is a work of genius. It's a good yeah, he's a good writer. I've got to admit that. Like a resolution. But he's since moving to America, he's become so American in the way he does things. I can understand. Yeah. Oh. He's become an American talk show host in reality, and then he's become like that when he talks. And it's like, just be yourself, man. You were funny. You were likable. Five ten years ago, and you've become so American in the way you do things now. It's really annoying, and it's, that's something that Freddie Flintoff said about him when they came back to record a League of Their Own. Was like, yeah, I needed to uh, just remind James that he's not an American. And like after the first episode, it's like, <laughs> <laughs> I wonder it's like, if it's like coming back to third world country for him now, <laughs> or coming from America. I don't. I don't think the UK is that far behind America in most things. So okay. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's not the point. Friends reunion, it was a massive nostalgia hit, really, more than anything. They they re they redid a few of the scenes, like famous scenes. Um they redid a new version of the uh you remember the the apartment game? Oh when, yeah. the one where Joey and Chandler won the apartment. 
<laughs> they did a they did a question board like that, but about the show with the girls versus the boys and stuff, just for fun. And and yeah, it was really good. Um, they interviewed Marta Kaufman and stuff. They spoke about how some of them got cast. It was just really interesting. I mean, a lot of this stuff is probably out there previously, but it was quite nice to kind of see all of them together. And it was just, yeah. and it as a Friends fan, I mean, they were they were showing like they were talking about how that scene with the pivot thing came up, and that kind of stuff. <laughs> just talking about like really iconic moments and um, stupid things like you remember, there's an episode where Joey hires someone to be him. Like, oh, I think I remember that episode. I yeah, think I where the guy that. comes in and um, he the guy says he likes cheese or something. I says, we like sandwiches. <laughs> but but the, the thing was, right, the guy who played that was the person who was... They came down to two people for Joey and he was the other guy. Oh, okay. So it's things like that. It's like, oh, that's kind of cool. <laughs> like that. See, stuff like that they should do in like, TV shows and stuff like that. Yeah, whether just use them for like, yeah. something else. But just little things like that are amazing. Yeah. And they had um, The guy who played Gunter was, was there. They had Janice popped in. Um... And yeah, you know Janice's laugh, which is obviously like the famous thing about her, that wasn't written in the script. What happened was Matthew Perry was making her laugh so much in rehearsals before they started. She's like, I can't get through a scene with this guy without laughing. So I'm just going to make a fake laugh so that people won't know I'm actually laughing. And that's where the laugh came from. Because wow, Matthew Perry cool. was making her corpse so much that she had to come up with something to get round it, <laughs> and I love that. <laughs> See stuff like that, I love. There's little little yeah. things like that. And it's little, just those little those little, little, little yeah. And that's why I kind of got caught up in it because I thought, oh, watch five minutes. Oh, they're all saying hello. They're all giving each other a hug. That's nice. And it's like, and you watch the rest of it. <laughs> and then I ended up watching the whole damn thing. Yeah. So, but um, it's. I'll be honest, if you're a Friends fan, you'll enjoy it. It's a nostalgia hit. And it's kind of cool to see the guys and what they're talking about. And they discuss whether Friends will ever come back. Mm. And basically their opinion is no, it shouldn't. Mm. Because what they were saying is that... uh, Marta Kaufman was saying that they gave all of the characters happy endings. In the final episode, Joey's going to LA. Um, Chandra and Monica have got their babies. Phoebe's got married and her husband wants them to have kids now and Ross is with Rachel. They've all got what they wanted. Yeah, it ended as life doesn't very often do with yeah. everyone getting what they want. It was a real happy ending and Marta Kaufman and uh, is it David Crane, the other writer, I can never remember his name. They've mm-hmm. basically said in order to write a new ser- a new episode or a new series, they'd have to undo some of that in order to create the story. Yeah, you create conflict. So, yeah, do you drama. do you end do you leave it on that absolutely perfect happy ending, or and or do you bring it back and damage one of those happy endings at least temporarily, to give yourself the conflict you need for another for a reason for them to get together, mm. for a proper episode or a film or anything like that, if you know what I mean? Because films you need conflict. They can't just be oh we're all happy because everyone was go that shit. There has to be something that makes it worth doing. True. And I've always wanted friends to kind of come back, but I, do, I I get the point now of actually, yeah, it did all end on a positive for everybody. And that was kind of nice after 10 seasons for everyone to get what they wanted. Yeah, it's true. It's true. 
So, so I've, it's, it's the first time in my life I've kind of gone, actually, you know what? Maybe I don't want to see Friends come back. No, I don't <laughs> want to come back. No way. No. Um, yeah, I don't know. That's the problem, isn't it? Sometimes it pays off when you bring back an old show and sometimes oh, it... Oh, yeah. But I mean, I mean, like yeah, next year, shows, yeah. it's, it's either later this year or next year. Frasier's coming back. Oh boy! Now I'm really, I it probably won't be as good as it used to be, but I'm still looking forward to it mm. because even though once again they kind of got happy endings, there's enough to work with there to do something. I mean, I've got a feeling that the thing they'll do to have the Frasier thing come back is to start with Marty's funeral because obviously the guy who played Frasier's dad is now dead. So mm. that's your logical endpoint, I would have thought, is Frasier has to come back to sh- Seattle for that. But mm. I, I don't know. I mean, but I think that show, there was enough things that you could do with it where yeah. I'd be quite, I'm quite happy to see them back because they were always going to have dysfunctional relationships. Whereas with friends, like I said, they all got their happy ending, their, their dream ending, really. Um, so yeah, I mean this this is the only thing I've been kind of going to pick this week, and I just wanted to recommend it because I know that all three of us are fans of the original show, and like I said, it it was not my intention even to watch it. I thought mm. I'll listen to what other people say, see whether people thought it was worth watching, and then I'll if they if they if I hear from other people that it's good, I'll watch it, and then like, <laughs> two minutes in, and I was completely hooked into watching it because it was great. <laughs> so, that's what friends does sometimes, man. Especially when it's they're true. I mean, I absolutely love Matthew Perry and Matt LeBlanc, Dempsey <laughs> and Courtney Cox. The stories they tell, like Courtney Cox used to write all her lines on the kitchen table, oh, stuff like that. And on one on on one episode, Matt LeBlanc didn't know that she did that. He saw the lines, said to Courtney Cox, well, "What's that?" She said, "None of your business." So when she turned away, he wiped them off the table. <laughs> <laughs> It's just that's absolutely brilliant. You just sit there going, that's genius. <laughs> that's a savage. <laughs> oh, it's like, yeah, yeah, you remember your lives today. Yeah, but yeah. So if you're a Friends fan, it's worth to watch. There isn't actually a huge amount of James Corden. A lot of it is without him in it. He's just doing like the interview bits on the sofa. Yeah. But it's interspersed with a lot of old episode stuff. Yeah. And like funny host- stuff. It's good to know when a host knows when to shut the fuck up, basically. Mm. But they also, they had, like, Ross's parents in the audience and things like that. So, it was, yeah, they had loads of people showed up. Even um, Joey's identical hand twin was, was on the show. <laughs> oh, really? Oh. Yeah. Hand twin. Literally, they got, like, six people to stick their hands through a curtain and Joey had to work out which one was the guy who played his identical hand twin. <laughs> And he got it right. I love it. That's sick. So, yeah, I mean, it's a silly one. It's a couple of hours of your life. It's not some great epic TV story this week. It's just a real nostalgia hit for those of us who went through the 90s and the early noughties with friends. Lovely. And that's me for this week. Lovely. Short and sweet. (laughs) <laughs> okay so okay so i'm going to take you back to 2009 oh damn okay yeah it's all right science fiction is coming big due to david tennant being one of the most successful <laughs> the doctor who so and there's our first doctor uh, who. there we go uh, no, no, hold, hold on hold on <laughs> <laughs> narrative. 
Hold on. Hold your hold <laughs> legs, lads. Hold on, laddies. Um, basically, I would like you guys to guess in this era, because we've already talked about being human, so that's off the table. Okay. In 2009, 2008, with the rise of David Tennant's Doctor Who, opening up the wallets of TV production companies to make as many as fantasy British shows as possible, which two shows do you think that I would like to bring up today that we have not done yet? Give me a minute to think. <laughs> yeah, I, need to, I need to... I've turned it into a quiz. Sci-fi. What to do with David Tennant, you said? No. Due to David Tennant's popularity in Doctor Who, lots of science fiction fantasy shows got commissioned around this time. Oh, okay. Got you. So this, these shows went into 2012, 2013. They had a run. Damn, who was around? Damn, what time shows were around? And I'm not even going to... It's British. They're both British. Ooh. Both British? Yeah. British. Ooh. Ooh. That, 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 that actually makes it harder. Yeah, <laughs> ten times harder. Oh, so, would you like me to put you out of your misery? No, 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 no. give us no, a No, 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 not yet, not yet. Okay, <laughs> this is good content then. You, you set a challenge, then yeah, you have exactly. a chance. <laughs> yeah, so oh, I'm just going to say Game of Thrones for one of them took a lot of this cast. Ooh, what the heck? And the other half kind of have a Buffy... Doctor Who connection with a lot of actors who've disappeared off into the ether, it seems. So one half has taken a lot of Game of Thrones, has got a lot of Game of Thrones connections. And the other one has Doctor Who plus quite a bit of Buffy crossover. Alright, so I'm I, I need to narrow it's just tough. BBC shows, ITV shows, what? One is a BBC show, one is a Channel 4 show. Ooh, what the channel four? This is fun. This is the second week I've done a quiz on you guys. This time it's on my own. This one's a bitch. <laughs> this, one is, this is hella hard. Flipping and it's it. not being human, which was in 2000 and sort of late yeah, 2000. It's off, the, it's off the marquee. Yeah, it's not. Yeah. But I would say it is fun. To, we're going to cause this with this um, podcast Square Eyes Torture. <laughs> that could be. It's true. This might be a weekly Jesus. thing. No, it's not. It's, no, it's not that. Well, what are you thinking, Troy? No, no, I was thinking. I was, I was just thinking along Doctor Who lines. I was thinking of um, what do you call it? Sarah Jane Adventures. No, <laughs> it's not Doctor Who related. <laughs> it's not. Talking... I'm not, I'm not push a lot, but yeah, that's different. That's no well, separate. I have to do Sarah Jane Adventures at one point. Yeah, that was a great show. That was a good show. That was a good show. Psychoville was around in 2009, but um, yeah, what that class of sci fi, though, but, yeah, but that you would have referenced inside number nine for psycho, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> it would have been a bit blatant. <laughs> would you like me to put you out of your misery? 30 seconds more, come this on. Is, okay, this I'm is this is why, why can't I think about this? Wow, I would what? have thought that this would have been a lot easier after those clues. Oh. There was so much stuff in 2009 to 2013. I'm thinking like stuff like um, I can't think what the name of the show was from Channel Four. It's not. Should I try and harm the theme tune? Is Heroes one of them? No, that's not a British show. No, it's American. Should I try and harm the theme tune? 
You could try. Alright, go on. I can't have done that. Wait, what the heck was that? No, that's that's terrible. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I'm now further away from the answer. Oh, yeah, I've got even further back now. <laughs> it has one of the most disappointing endings to a show that was quite well built up on the BBC side. Oh, damn. I think Troy may know that I hated this ending. I think I may... Because <sighs> it was a really good build until the last episode. It rushed it, and it should have pulled the trigger on a storyline development a lot earlier, and it bungled it. It rushed it. Oh, if I, if I don't get this is this is gonna kill me if I don't get this. And it's a lot of fans got a bit annoyed eventually in the last season because they just wouldn't pull that storyline development earlier. <sighs> and it could have given us a whole season of great storytelling. They didn't. They were pussies and decided not to do it. It's on the tip of my tongue. I know. I know. I know. I know. I know what the heck this is. I know. I know. You got, five, you got ten seconds because I really need to get on with this pick. Otherwise, we're going to be here. <laughs> we've got beards. Flip it, do it, say it, say it. Merlin. 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 You're Merlin. That I picked before. Merlin. I haven't spoken about Merlin before. See, I disregarded Merlin because I thought, no, you won't pick something I've already picked. Merlin. I told you, I've got a blind spot when it comes to older shows because we've talked about so many shows now. <laughs> okay, fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. And the other one is Misfits, which is where. I knew it. I was thinking skins. Damn it! Damn it! Damn it! <laughs> I've already done skins, so yeah, I, know, you know, that's why I, I was like, it's not skins, but it's like that, and I couldn't bloody remember. Fantasy Damn it! Merlin, you Merlin. just said sci-fi, it kind of threw me off because I was like, I'm if cool. you said fantasy, then maybe I would have thought of Merlin. Robert Sherman. Yeah, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't call Merlin sci-fi. Yeah, it's fantasy. Yeah, because you said sci-fi. I said, I said fantasy and sci-fi. Just you said sci-fi. I didn't hear you say fantasy though. Oh, yeah, I didn't hear you say fantasy. I heard sci-fi. Next week, next week, whatever we're doing for the special, you can come back and say sorry on your knees. It's fine. Right. <laughs> not that type of sorry. Just say sorry. Not that. <laughs> All right. So obviously, Merlin is a show that was very popular for five years. Yes, although if you're a fan of histor- of Arthurian legend and Mortarta, don't watch it. <laughs> so the first couple of seasons, it was pretty. Decent, nothing major exciting. Then it just started with Morgana's turn, started to be one of the most exciting shows. Oh, yeah. Ever. That was amazing. Yeah. It, that... Slow burning, it was good. And I think I've said this to Tom before then. I've always got a bit annoyed that like, they didn't pull the trigger on Arthur and Mer- Arthur knowing Merlin's secret before the end of the show. Yeah. Should have done it at the start of season five, maybe. Oh. Although I think the way they handled it in the final episode was actually very good. Oh, the the acting. The way the way they played the way they played it in that final episode was excellent. Yeah, amazing. Yeah, so good. But they should you they definitely should have pulled the trigger of him knowing because here's the thing, right? I have actually written like essays at university on Arthurian legend and shit like that, so I know the story fairly well, and (laughs) so Merlin kind of frustrating because the whole point of Arthur's character is that he didn't know his father. He wasn't raised in a castle, mm. which makes him a better king because he's more humble. Mm. And But in this story, he is an arrogant prince who becomes a better person as the story goes on. Fair enough. Mm. But it's 
one of the major plot points of the Arthurian legend is that he never knew his father because his father died putting the sword in the stone which hasn't even fucking happened in this in this series initially. <laughs> yeah. The sword of the stone gets done as a minor plot point somewhere through the show. Yeah, it was like really tiny, like an episode. Was it? Yeah. And also, in the Arthurian legend, Merlin is openly a wizard who <laughs> helps Arthur. Hmm. He's his right-hand man because he's a fucking wizard. Yeah. <laughs> That's the whole point, because everyone knows him. Merlin, where's Merlin? He's also oh, bisexual, no. apparently, because I'm very surprised him and they didn't just... They they always winked at the audience, the female audience, the playful banter between yeah. um, Colin Morgan and Bradley James. Yeah, they knew what was going on. They knew no, the fans. Don't get me wrong, right? Bradley James was fucking excellent. Where I'm, has he gone? Um, That's yeah, I don't know. Colin Morgan, brilliant actor. The biggest recommend, the biggest thing that I could say about him is I didn't know his name during the first season. I didn't realise he was Irish until oh. I watched him in something else. When I was being interviewed, I was like, "Fuck me, he's got a strong Irish accent." Yeah, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't have realised it. I had no idea, and that's the highest praise I can give to an actor is I didn't have a freaking clue that he was from somewhere completely different. He's just a smug prick. At the beginning of the season, I love him for that. Yes, I love him absolutely. He's 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 young. That's the whole point. He's a kid. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Bradley was Damien. That was it. The last one I saw. Him. I, I Zombie as well. So I'm gonna have to go yeah. watch that because I've been meaning to watch I Zombie. Oh, by the way, if you're a big fan of Vertigo comics, uh, Sweets who's getting a Netflix adaptation. I'm excited. Oh yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Seriously, Netflix, go and get all those image comics and those Vertigo stuff done for miniseries, please. That's a good path to take. Oh, sugar! I've just suddenly realised something. What? Uh, I, uh, Lucifer. Next set of oh, yes, yes, yes. Jesus, that's only just cost my money. That, that's my <laughs> day taken care of. Fuck. That's my <laughs> bit taken care of. Um, so I want to talk about sorry, Kate sorry, McCaff. Like, she's the one that disappeared the most for me because, you know... Where's she gone? She was in Jurassic World. She was in King Arthur again. That's unfortunate. Um, that is unfortunate. That's kind of repeating yourself. Was she Morgana? Yeah. She was King Arthur. Um, Legends of something. Legend of the Sword, which is kind of unfortunate. Um, Supergirl. Oh, I think, if I'm correct, she was in... Wasn't she in the... Um, what was it? Uh, Supergirl. Yeah, she stars in Supergirl. She's um, she's um, Luther's um sister, Lex Luther's okay. sister. Yeah, she's not looking bad for nearly forty. Um, she so, looks yeah, good. She's 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 good. Underrated, underrated actress. She she was brilliant. Um, you've also got um, Richard Wilson, who's Victor Meldrew. You know, pretty his best role in One Foot in the Grave. Wise, wise mentor, Gallus, Gallus. Alice, whatever his name is. John Hurt, the much-loved late John Hurt of Alien fame and, you know, the War Doctor was the dragon. Really good show. And Anthony Head. Like, that guy, I'm trying to think of where he turned up recently. Homeland? No, not Homeland. Motherland? He's turned up as a side character in that. Um, Just a dirty bastard. Um, He's referring (laughs) back to his Jonathan Creek days of being a dirty little (laughs) LeFarge. And that's good. Um, go watch Motherland as well, actually, because he's in that. He's popped up in season two, and he's quite funny. Um, so yeah, go watch that. Even through the last episodes, a bit. There's a lot. It's 
three to five is brilliant. Like it's utterly fantastic. But go watch one and two and get used to the characters because it really kicks down the door for the third season. And then there's Misfits. I mean, I think we've covered this before. I think I might have picked this up before. Yeah. It's a show that started off well and then, yeah. Fire bin. Um, special, I think it went off of season four was its weak point. It recovered nicely in season five. Um, and I would love, I'm so sad we never got to see Robert Sherman and Joe Giddon together. Like, that would be brilliant. Nathan and Rudy together. Yeah. Good times, man. Good times. There's some good actors. It's about an Asbo bunch of chabs who are on probation. Community service of breaking the law. They get superpowers due to a freak storm. It used it started off really well, and then it just became a monster of the week thing. Season four, most of the cast went. Nathan Stewart, Jarrett, I, uh, Iwan Liran. I can't do Welsh very well. Um, <laughs> never like Lauren Skoda. She looks like my sister, but she, I think my sister has a bigger nose and looks more like a horse than she does. Oh my God. Yeah. Um, don't know where she's gone. No, I'm I'm going straight. She's always looked like my sister and speaks like my sister. It's kind of disconcerting. Um, because my sister looks like a chab, so it's very disgusting. Um, Antonia Thomas has gone on to a lot of good things. I'm a big fan of hers. Um, I'm trying to think of the one that I liked from Netflix. I spoke about recently the romantic comedy about the sex disease. Oh god, I can't remember it. It's a sin. No, it wasn't her. Shut my mouth. It was. No, it wasn't. Love sick. Oh yeah. Oh, that was a really good show. Really good. Um, yeah, it's it's like Tom said. I would say season five recovered it nicely, but season four was really wank. <laughs> and it's yeah. also got uh, Matthew Nati, Natasha O'Keefe. You know, some of that Game of Thrones love there. Obviously, we've. Wyan Leon. I can't do it. I'm not going to stop that then. Um, so, yeah, what do you guys think of now? Um, Misfits' legacy? Misfits. I'd say, I say uh, one, one of the greatest premises ever on British TV, then just failed miserably at the end. That's what I say. That's, my, that's the legacy of Misfits. You never think it recovered in season five? Never recovered. That, that show never recovered after like, a couple of seasons, first couple of seasons. It never recovered. Never for me. I, I didn't like it after a couple of seasons. I was like, nah. Mm. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of with Troy on that. Well, I'm season team... five was not bad comparatively, but one and two were the good seasons. Yeah. I really think Rudy got shafted, though, because he got weaker actors to play against. Because I think poor Joe Gillen got really shafted with the, the casting a lot because he's a really, he's the, he's always the shining light of seasons three to five, at least. You know, everything else is going on around him. Yeah, I mean, he's, just, he's just a great actor in general, but the just, yeah, he's gone to just yeah, show the film. It's not to take building. anything away from him. Exactly, yeah. To say that the show is not as good. Yeah, he yeah, is yeah. good. Mm. But the scripting isn't as good and the other cast members aren't as good. Yeah. yeah. The show failed him. The show failed him. Yeah, basically. Yeah, definitely. He didn't fail the show, the show failed him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay. So next week I need to bring something different. Because I think I've... It's just something I've rewatched recently and I thought I'd bring it up again with a new perspective. No, 
Fair enough, man. But just torturing no. me and Troy for 10 minutes over those two shows is well. <laughs> Hey, you choose to torture yourself. I was ready to cut the cord like a minute in. You <laughs> torture yourself. I don't know. You you gave us a challenge. You gave people like me and Troy who will never back down from a challenge. Exactly. A challenge. <laughs> And then tried to say, oh, well, I offered you the chance to give up. It was like, yeah, like we were going to do that any day of the week. It sounds like a game of he said, she said now. <laughs> Trust me. I was like, I was, I was going to wait until literally until like until midnight. I would have done it. Yeah. Think about it. I would have found it at some point. But, it yeah. just doesn't make good entertainment podcast. Trump, Trump just kept quoting TV shows until we Yeah, one by one. <laughs> It would just be an empty room. You and me would have gone home. That's the end of the recording. Six-hour special of Troy trying to guess. Right. Six-hour right. special of Troy talking to himself about it. could be Misfits. Yeah, 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 yeah it could be. be. Yeah. Ben. Ben. Ben gone. Hello, Ben. <laughs> so, Troy. Yes. Okay. Troy, save us. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to try to save you. I'm going to take a leaf out of uh, Chris Jericho. You're Chris oh, Jericho. Chris Jericho, <laughs> save us. Raves the world down. No, no, no. Um, wearing in 2007 against Randy Orton. No, actually, the where my suit was like, you sycophants. His hockey mum haircut. <laughs> hockey mum haircut. What the freak? All right. So, we're going to go into the show. Take a page out of Tom's book, as I said before. It's got a bit of a crime drama right now. A bit of crime. Oh, All right. So, we're going to go in the realm. Of law and order. Dun, dun. SCU, baby. First one. This is number one. It's the first pick. Special Victims Unit, Law and Order. I've been on the I've been on a binge at now, Special Victims Unit. Um yeah, so have you guys been keeping up with Special Victims Unit? Or you do watch any Law and Order, by the way? I Which watched I a lot. Um I can't watch all of it because it's it's a it's a never ending show, but I twenty two seasons, yo. I enjoy it. 22 seasons, my gosh, so great. So, as most people know, Law and Order, like a long-running show, creator Dick Wolf, everyone knows about the legend of Dick Wolf, Chicago PD, Law and Order, of the great crime shows um, that's been going long-running, and this guy is never stopping right now. I think he's like 74 right now. He's still going. Sorry, hold on. Yeah. You can go. Oh, yeah. So, as I said before, <laughs> Dick Wolf... 74 years old, still going, still a legend out here, creating crime jobbers, the, the crime daddy himself. You know what I'm saying? So Special Victims Unit is basically just a unit where uh, sex crimes happen, kids, uh, women, but rarely men. But this episode I watched recently is What Can Happen in the Dark. So good. Just watched it yesterday. Episode 15, season 22, uh, where uh, this this man, he's, he's got his family, he's got a wife and he's got a little son. Um, he works on the construction site. He literally gets a gets a. T- well, basically, you see him. He's on the floor. His bottom area is bleeding. He's on the floor. He collapsed. He's knocked out. He's unconscious. And we, we're kind of thinking to himself, "Did this guy just get attacked? Did he get abused right there? Did, what's going on?" So then his um the SVU team come rocks up. Um, Marissa Hagate. She's like the main character. She's the main head of SVU, the unit. Um, she's like the um, producer of the show. She's like the longest running character on the show. Um, she's amazing, by the way. Uh, she's a great actor. You know, so good, so good. I'm a fan. Captain Olivia Benson, I'm a fan. So, um, the storyline goes, the wife, spoilers, by the way, the wife has been abusing the husband. You never see those kind of stories. You rarely see them on SVU mm. or any really TV Respect. show where men get abused. You don't see that. 
It's actually far more common in reality than exactly. is acknowledged. Exactly. So yeah, it's quite cool they're doing that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So you, you never see that. Even though SP they even acknowledge it, they're like, yeah, men don't really uh uh basically own up stuff like this, you know. Um, don't really say it because um, society will shame them. They'll be shunned. Mm, 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 mm. I, I I really hope men can feel like to lose the masculine approach and just call for help if that is happening. Though, if you're listening to this, mm, the ask for help. There's no thing to be ashamed of. Really, we need to drop this masculinity bullshit. I know, literally the stigma, yeah. Because this this guy is like it was like a, a character who's, um, his wife was just abusing him, um, tied tie him up. Um, use vibrators on him, like literally, you tell him to stop, she wouldn't stop. It's a stuff like that way because they go, Ah, oh, this guy, look how big this guy is. You should be able to push her off, you know what I'm saying? Sort her out, you nothing that actually happened to you, and then you know what I'm saying, but it happens, you know. Um, but yeah, he's on the construction site, <laughs> people think it's a dude at first, and then he kind of slips up, he goes, She, then he goes, He afterwards, and then like, She, and that's where the kind of storyline kind of um, progresses after that. Where the, the wife is literally threatening him, giving him text messages saying, Hey, you better not say anything, you weak little bitch, and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> just, going, just going in on him. That's a serious story, but the way you described it just made me laugh. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's a serious thing, man. It's a serious thing. It's, a, se- it's well, a serious storyline. It's just the way you said it. It's just it. the way I, I'm going to lie. The way I said that was kind of funny. I'm going to lie. But um, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, the way she was going in him, I was like, oh my days. It was like, I was thinking to myself the whole time, I was like, I was cracking up at certain points. It was like, certain parts was like, kind of dark comedy at certain points. And I'm like, oh my days, I'm kind of cracking up a little bit. But it's supposed to be a serious issue. But yeah, at times it's just like, oh man, you don't really think about it. You know when something's so serious, you start laughing. And then you don't really mean to. And then it's just like, oh, but the, when men just get attacked like that, because people go, oh yeah, they need to be um, unconscious, drugged up most of the time for women to do that to men. But at the same time, hey, if you haven't got that personality, that will, that masculine energy, yo, you know what I'm saying? It's it's a problem. Women take advantage of that. Women are sneaky people. The sneaky, hey, the sneaky gender. Don't get it twisted. They're, they're powerful. Powerful gender if you let them take control. So stuff like that happens, men, hey, it's very rare they um, report stuff like this. And that was just uh, my choice of the week, uh, special victims unit um, for the first pick. Um, I think it's on uh, Channel 5 most of the time or 5 or those kind of channels like that. But um, yeah, so that's my first pick, Special Victims Unit. It's uh, someone every week, so you'll find it anyways. You'll find it somewhere. Um, so yeah, Special Victims Unit, number one. And number two is another Law & Order show. It's Law & Order Organized Crime. Oh, man, it's the brand new one, by the way. It's the brand new one that just came out. It works um, hand-in-hand with Special Victims Unit. It's like a coinciding show. It's another spin-off. Uh, the cool thing was about 100 spin-offs, but yeah, it's his new spin-off, um, Organised Crime, which is um, manned by Christopher Maloney. He's like the main character because he's originally from the Special Victims Unit crew. He was the original member. Um, it was um, Riska Haskagate's main um, partner in the show. And anyone knows about Christopher Maloney, this guy's a great actor. Um, he's in that show Happy. I think he was in that as well, but anyone kind of knows. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, he was in True Blood as well, by the way. Who was he in True Blood? Yeah, he was in True Blood. He was like, you know, that guy who was in the organization with all those um high up vampires, and he was like the guy with the ring. He's a like, uh... like, kind of bald, but he's always wearing a suit. Remember when um oh. in the Authority? Yes. He was like, he was like the the main guy. Oh what? Like, um, the one who got murdered by Russell. Yes. 
Oh, him. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's him. I'm with you. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so him. Yeah, so he was, uh, he's the main character in um, this one, Organized Crime. Um, This one's more, not like an episode of the week type of thing. This one's more a whole season dedicated to one main goal of stopping Dylan McDermott's character. Anyone knows what Dylan McDermott is? Do you guys know what Dylan McDermott is? Um, Anyone who watches American Horror Story knows exactly who he is. I don't know who he is, but I do watch American Horror Story. So yeah, I, American Horror Story. Probably, he, he, the third season, the husband. I need to watch yeah, American Horror right, Story right, right. again. With you. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, you know what Tom knows exactly who he is now. Tom knows. But, um, but yeah. So he's like the main villain, the big bad of um this show, of the season. I'm organized That's crime. That's a good choice for a big bad. Yes. Oh, my days. He's so good in this show. He's so good. My gosh. He's like this tech guru, this... um kind of evil Iron Man have Robert Downey Jr. type character in like, almost like an Italian version, like a, a gangster version of Iron Man. That's basically what he is. He's like this tech tech guy. He's like, oh, his technology is his house. He's got like all these HUDs everywhere on the on his uh, glass windows. He's like <laughs> he's got he's got an ex-wife who's who is still with he's got a new wife who's like a top model. But he, but the thing is he's what I love about his character, he's um he's got he's, he's basically he's, he likes the the black people he loves black people yeah so his his father kind of goes wow no 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 Italians we shouldn't go with the black people no 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 what are you doing you're disgracing the family and then he for most of his life he's kind of associated with the the black people with black people and they've helped him um, with his life with his business um with his um technologies helped him out and he's even got a a black wife a black ex wife so that was kind of his thing to kind of like to say like a middle finger to his family. He's always thought of it like that because he's saying, why can't we um, mix together? Why can't we, you know what I'm saying, be part of each other's lives? So then that, that's kind of like a side story to that um, kind of plot to the show. But the main plot is Christopher Maloney's character, Elliot Stabler, the main character. He, the, the protagonist, his wife gets blown up. So that's that, literally the first episode you see. His wife dies by explosion. Car explosion. It's cheaper than divorce. That car explosion. <laughs> Cheaper than the force. Yeah. So died by car explosion. Um, but as you see, he progresses. Basically, he's going crazy. He's having nightmares, having um, cold sweats of like trying to find out who killed his wife. So that's kind of the overarching story. Um, so he originally thinks it's um, Dylan McDermott's character. Um, he thinks it's him for the most of the season. But as as the episodes are going by, the ones that I've seen right now, the latest ones, we saw the season's almost over. Um, it isn't him. It's someone else who actually kills his wife. But I ain't, but I ain't gonna spoil that if you're gonna watch the show <laughs> Organized Crime. Because... That massive, massive spoiler. You're not gonna tell us anything else. I'm not. Yeah, blown up. Yeah, but that's that's like more like at the beginning. But you ain't so, gonna know who actually killed his wife until you see the actual end part of the season. So I ain't gonna... got no spoilers. That is a weird place to leave it. Because <laughs> that's a, that's a big spoiler. Who actually killed his wife? That's a big spoiler. So okay. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, so that's um my two picks, um organized crime and special victims unit. But organized crime is like similar to um special victims unit. You can see it on Channel Five or watch it on Sky. I think it comes to Sky as well sometimes. It peaks on there. Um, but yeah, a little more special victims unit and organized crime. Um, all I'm gonna say is Dylan McDermott is the man. Shout out to American Horror Story. Yeah. <laughs> okay. There you go. That's my two picks. Okay. 
I'm just going to have a quick look and see whether we've got any emails from in our syndrome thing. Okay. <laughs> Let me have a quick look. <laughs> they, norm- they normally send them to Ben, so I'm assuming that's where they've gone. But that's <laughs> yeah. Is that the end, Troy? Yeah, I'm done. I'm done with my two. Okay. Cool. I hope we don't get pulled up for that sound effect, but yeah. Done. done. <laughs> Can you hear it? I can hear a little bit. Oh, thank God. Okay, cool. I should use that every week. Don't, I, the one thing I will say, Ben, is um, we're not going to get in trouble for your rendition of whichever of those two shows you were trying to give us the theme tune to, because nobody is going to claim copyright. Hey, no one's going to claim that. <laughs> I think I'm a humming bastard. <laughs> yeah, so we got, we haven't, no emails have come into the main email address, but there you go. <laughs> Thought okay. I'd check. No, um, <laughs> We've got an email. <laughs> oh no, I guess they hate Tom. That's not nice. Oh yeah, probably. Oh yeah, wow, probably. Tom's a lovely lad. Why are we always? I am, I am an incredibly hateable person. It's very easy to do. Not for me to say. Um, no, um, you're always a pleasure to work with. So I can't say anything bad always. about you. <laughs> I can say something about other people, but we're not using this podcast to bitch at work colleagues. <laughs> not even going to change their name to sound similar because I'm. Yeah, not... I don't want to get in trouble. I'm going to say no. We're not doing it. We're not doing it. We're not even going to say the name of the company because we are confidential. Um, so... You don't like to say what company you work for, but <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm not because one day it might. Ben said this about someone's mother. Okay, you're in trouble. Yeah, brilliant. So <laughs> what about someone's mother. So. Here Maybe don't say something about someone's mother then. I don't you know? know, but you never know. I might take a shot Tom Cruise's mum one week if she pisses me off. I don't oh know. Oh my god, no, Tom Cruise. Cruise. No. Does Tom Cruise's mum work for our company? No, I don't know. But you know, it's my mouth for the company. It might be like, hmm. No, so anyway, um, we have an email from Japan. Uh, here for me. Oh wow. Uh, Troy is uh, he's after you again, Troy, which is great. Um, still, still demanding. Um, that you should be doing more shout outs about the podcast on your videos. Oh, okay. Okay, I will. I will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. Okay, I agree. I agree. I agree. And Tom, where's that Where's that Facebook group? Jesus Christ. Where's that what? Where's that Facebook group? Jesus Christ. Hurricane's coming out swinging this week. There, there is a Facebook. <laughs> I have created the Facebook group. You just have to look for it. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're going to link it then. We're going to link it. <laughs> I need to make sure that it's up and running properly because I'm terrible with technology. But yeah, it does exist. <laughs> oh, lovely. Um, he's got and he's um he just wants to remind Troy that his sister's still available. <laughs> <laughs> where 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 where's she at though? Like, what's going on? Like, where, where's the messages? Listen, mate, you need to send a picture. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, we need picture. Yeah, we picture need and um, the, the age, age, age. I want to say yeah, age. age is very, very, check, very important. Very important. You got to follow yeah. Ben's advice on that. Very important. Yes, exactly. Very how important. I don't get in trouble, Tom. It's one of the few things we've learned from this from this podcast is Ben always checks the ages. Yep, and that's <laughs> not a bad thing. Right, so. Uh, what were you saying? Yes. So, I've uh, got another one here. All right. Uh, uh, oh God, how do I say your fucking name? Uh, Dimitri from Germany. Dimitri. I think I've nailed that. Yeah, Dimitri's probably right. Mm. 
what is um what type of german shows do you like uh, i've not heard anything yet how big is the german audience in the uk for german stuff outside of rammstein okay yeah Ram- well, rammstein really is sort of really the only good. one that's really got through i would have thought yeah really, yeah german, I mean, um, german tv um i can tell you jürgen klinsmann is much loved in north london the white half of <laughs> uh, some parts also like um Oza Ozel. Yeah, him in the other half of North London. Um the not that many people in that half of North London like Mesut Ozil, let's be fair. <laughs> <laughs> um German TV though. Yeah, um German TV, I, the only German TV show I've to watch is Dark. Okay, yeah. Hmm. I mean, I, I'll be honest. I don't know that many, that much German TV, but what I'll do is I'll same as with the Russian stuff. I'm gonna I'll start looking into like German shows and I'll do some specific stuff on Russian and German shows at some point. Mm. Because yeah, if people have got rec- if you've got any recommendations of good shows in Germany, then Dimitri, please yeah, email us. Let me know and I'll have a look at them. Yeah, yeah because... email Tom. Email Tom, bro. Because yeah. I actually I actually do speak some German, so I can. I can sort of enjoy them to a degree. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, he's given us some. Um, thank you. On Netflix as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dark, as Tom's uh, obviously as Troy just said, Tribes of yeah. Europa, which I didn't know was German. Barbarians. Oh. No, it's a it's a Alex classic. It's Freud. Okay. So we've had we have had one. Oh, we had Freud, yes, we did. Oh yeah. yeah Perfume. Yeah. It's not the Japanese pop band. That is an actual German show. What one? Not the Japanese pop band Perfume. I just want to make that clear. Perfume, okay. Because if you, they're now on huge, they're now on Netflix as well with their their concerts. Uh, <laughs> but they're really wanky art style stuff for some reason. Now they're not doing the music. They just do really show off art thing it's really shit don't watch the perfume stuff <coughs> don't watch the perfume tour shit on netflix it's wanky um biohackers dogs of berlin and skylines all netflix apparently so biohackers okay skyline just, we're just gonna copy all that for next week which one would you like to do tom <laughs> <laughs> well I'm, I'm i doubt i'm gonna do it in the next week because Hell, yes. I'm gonna be watching Lucifer for the next like two days. So. Oh yeah, yeah, I'll be watching that too. <laughs> so a new, so a new thing. What are we gonna be watching next week then? That's just like. A... Um, I thought we were keeping it a secret for a few more days. We are doing a special next week. I need to secure it to ourselves for a little bit longer. Secret, you want to know what it is? You'll have to. <laughs> tune yeah. In. yeah, I'm. I've emailed certain people about it that I'm a fan of. We just have to kind of wait on their replies. So we will see. Um, but by in a couple of days, if we don't hear anything, we'll have a backup plan. I've always got plans. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we'll, we'll discuss it off camera. These people do not need to listen to what we're talking about. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's goodbye. Well, I think that wraps it up. Um, yeah. House of Animation, number five, Troy. Which one is it? I can't remember. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, let me see which one. I think it's number five. Let me make sure. Let me make sure. So, Titan AE last week. Which one is it this week? 
We got number five. Yeah, so we got number five. Okay, so yeah, so number five's coming up. Alright, so number five, that should be. Hey, you guys tune in. Tune in. <laughs> I, I don't know. No, Ben, 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 secret, 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 secret. Yeah, I've recorded we've recorded so many of these things together. We're gonna, we're gonna drop it. We're gonna drop it. We're gonna drop it. We're gonna drop it like it's hot. Like my stomach has like it's hot. We're gonna drop it like it's hot. Like my my stomach bows. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, I'm amazed I've only had to run off to the toilet once during this recording. Sorry, Troy. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Well, I'm going to give him a little hint. I'm going to give him a little hint. Yeah, okay, it's it's Asian. That's all I'm going to say. It's Asian. Oh, I know what it is now. Yeah. Little hint. It's a little hint. Uh, I still don't know what it is. That's great. Yeah. My neighbor Tatara? <laughs> I don't know because we recorded nine in a row. And then we start releasing them. <laughs> no way, I know. So <laughs> far ahead. We're coming close to the guest slot soon. Alice in Wonderland and uh, to um, Spirited Away. So that will be fun. <laughs> All right. Thank you for the continued support of this podcast. Smug Mode is going to get back on topic. We do apologize. Time. <laughs> oh, my God. Bear with us, God. Bear with us. Bear with, bear with your kings. Bear with yeah. us. I still blame Chris, Chris King Chansky. <laughs> Boy. That has a lot to answer for. Yeah. <laughs> God damn that woman. Anyway, so it's goodbye from me. It's goodbye from me. And it's goodbye from your boy. Go and hit up your dealer. The right? new day. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. <laughs> the way you said that, Troy, I just sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were going to say something, Tom. I knew it. <laughs> okay. Sorry, Ben. <laughs> Signing off. No, it's fine. Interruption is always funny. <laughs> Signing off. Signing off. <laughs>